0: Hey everyone, Dory here back in your podcast feed with something that I bet a lot of you have been eating this week. We are fresh off another amazing 314 day celebration. Now, I personally don't need another excuse to chow down on some emos and chug a vest cream soda, but hey, I will take it. I saw so many of you enjoying the flavors of St. Louis this week on my social media feeds and Always in that conversation of St. Louis Originals is Red Hot Ripplets. So this week on Abby Eats, we're taking it back to an oldie, but a very tasty goodie. This was back in September 2019. It was our first time recording audio in a warehouse. So give us a little bit of grace, but just know that we were surrounded by Red Hot Ripplets. And it was amazing. Take a listen as Abby and I found out what makes those chips so dang addicting.
1: All right, boys and girls, it's story time. Here's the setting, the back kitchen of a restaurant, Eastern New York, it's hot. And not just kitchen hot, it's summer in the 1800s hot. A guy named George is prepping dinner for a rich steamship owner. It's poultry of some kind, it all tastes like chicken, and french fries, it's smelling good. But when the rich guy gets his food, he complains, the fries are too thick. Now, as the story goes, George is 50% black, 50% Native American, and 0% down for Commodore Cornelius Vanderbilt's sass. Yes, of course the rich guy is named Cornelius Vanderbilt. Anyway, George was not about to have another plate sent back. He took the knife and shaved the thinnest, skinniest pieces of potato he could. He tossed them into the oil and fried them to a crisp. Ha, that'll show old Cornelius. But boys and girls take note. This is an example of a plot twist. The Commodore loved them. The owner of the restaurant declared them their new signature dish served in delicate paper cones. And George would later go on to open his own restaurant where other rich guys would wait for hours for so-called Saratoga chips. And they all lived happily ever after. That's the widely accepted origin story of potato chips. While scholars and researchers have debunked most of it and claim we'll never know the real story, here's what we do know for sure. We're just glad they were born. Americans munch down more than a billion and a half pounds of potato chips every year. But when you're cruising down the potato chip aisle or browsing the break room vending machine and you're pondering what to get for snack time, you know not every chip is created equal. Well, so do these guys. It's
2: it's unique. There's nothing like it on the market but us.
1: episode of Abby Eats St. Louis, we are scooping up handfuls of red hot riplets. The bag of chips that's become all that and so much more. It's a crinkle cut, seasoning caked, sweet, smoky, salty piece of deliciousness. It's inspired sibling products and creative chefs and generations of St. Louis kids. And they've recently had a red hot revival. It's a sweet, barbecue, but it kicks that
3: little bit of heat at the end, and then it lingers, and it sticks with you. And then you're addicted, and then you order it, and then you share it with your friends, and then your friends want you to order it, and it just goes on from there. How a
1: small company with a secret recipe became a lifestyle brand. Everybody wants this little yellow square on everything. Why they're totally fine sticking close to home. Because we are a St. Louis business.
2: What, a 50-mile radius?
1: Yes, a 50-mile radius from downtown St. Louis and the great debate that might really define St. Louis in general. Other story. This one about 80 years after George's and in St. Louis. A man named Louis Kaufman started the old Vienna potato chip business downtown. While that name didn't change, ownership did, quite a bit actually, until finally, the old Vienna snack company crumbled like a bag of ripplets at the bottom of your backpack. But kind of like how you take that crumpled chip bag, you tip it upside down and drink up the crumbs because you're still hungry. Well, that's what some new owners did, with a special focus on what they call a fiery St. Louis tradition.
2: Burke talks about he remembers the guy whose idea it was to the
1: yes, do Red Hot that. and everyone yeah, was, was like. It was in the 70s though when the Red Hot ripplets came
2: out. So And the the initial like everyone feared that it'd be a strikeout. I don't know about that They the, were yes hot, in the seventies. Yeah,
3: in the seventies they were very, very worried that it was gonna be too hot because we were, were different on that level from other hot chips is that we like just douse those ships in that seasoning they and they were, be they were they were like hot. oh they're gonna they're not gonna like it it's too hot so and now we get people that call in and say oh, it's not hot enough and it's like oh my goodness it's like i
2: have old vienna wouldn't exist today had they not ran a red hot ripple I,
3: I tell people <laughs> i tell people now that the red hot ripples are our bread and butter that's how man. i explain it
1: the manufacturing it's itself that's is now face. done out of state the I longtime mean, downtown that. headquarters moved to fenton but there's still a fiery team of of Ragers, totally crushing the potato chip game in a good way, though. I'm Alicia Schaefer, and I am the office administrator, and
2: I've been with the company for
1: 16 years.
2: Kirk Steinmetz, one of two uh, sales district managers. I've been here two years.
1: We were talking in the office just outside the main distribution warehouse. We have 11 routes that go uh, within the city.
3: And those 11 routes go and and service all of our our stores and our locations. Um, This is where
2: they stock their trucks.
3: Yes. And then we do have our bigger companies like Schnucks that'll come and they'll pick up product as well sometimes so but for the most part we're just the hub here
2: so we're receiving trailer loads mm-hmm. what three times a week mm-hmm. um off the trailers onto our route trucks and go from and there out
3: into the streets a lot of people the main question you get is where can i find the product and because we are a st louis business
2: what a 50 mile radius yes
3: a 50 mile radius from downtown st louis but also a lot of our product line is a um, 2.5 ounce bag and it retails at the, at the store for $1.69. So you're going to find our product more in gas stations, convenience stores, liquor stores, mom and pop shops. You'll find the biggest variety, our popcorns, our chips, all that. The The grocery stores will only carry the red hot ripples and the corn chips. So we are, if it wasn't for our small community and our small, you know, stores, mom and pop shops... We wouldn't be in business as, as much as we are, and that's our main Line of vendors. We rely on on the little the little stores. Um, and like I said, they'll carry there's the a bigger perc- varieties of
2: it. Perception that we're a large company, but we're not. Right. It's like um, we're truly hometown. You know, we're not we're not free to lay out here. We are going not going coast to coast. We're St. Louis. So. Mm-hmm. And then there's a lot of transplants that hit us up on. When when did you open up sales on the internet?
3: The sales on the internet didn't go until 2010, and before Which that. Really
2: things because a lot of people are like, we're hooked on your products, we're from yep. St. Louis, we've moved to such and such.
3: We, we started the website in 2010 and then we updated it two years ago because of the impact that it had. So... But before that, I mean, there was no old Vienna online. We did have people that would write us letters and send us a check. And we're like, I'm in Iowa. I need some chips. And, and we would send it to them. And then it just led eventually to the website. So, but yeah, you can't get us
2: We don't have routes on the street there because of the cost of fuel and just to be efficient. Like I said, 50 mile radius, mm-hmm. like 11 routes.
1: So staying small is partially a business decision. Yes. But I think it also seems to lend to the brand identity. Exactly. Like. Tell me a little bit about that. Maybe initial, was there any hesitation to even go to online sales or how do you kind of, I don't want to say cling to, but how do you hold on to that small company feel for the product's sake too? Well, it, it was kind of hesitant to do the online because they were
3: like, we don't, we hadn't had many people that had asked for it before. It was new to us. And with us being such a small company, we didn't know if we were going to be able to handle it. Um, but we maybe averaged
1: when we first started. We might have averaged five cases a month. Now we average 15 cases. Think- no matter how hard they may try, some parts of Red Hot Ripplets just can't stay small. Even the literal smallest part of the chip, the seasoning. The seasoning is probably 17. the most talked about in the last couple of years.
3: Um, when the seasoning came out in 2000 and. 17 or 16, I'm sorry, I don't remember which, but it was just the 3.45 ounce bottle. We sold a 1,000 bottles in 48 hours, and that was the very first time that seasoning had been put to the public. It came out so quickly, we had to shut our website
2: down. I was going to say, that's when you guys had it Yeah,
3: we had to shut our, our website down because we were having so many orders come in.
2: And... There's not many employees here. It's like, we are less than
3: 20. We are less than 20 employees at this location. And those thousands of bottles were packed between myself and the other district sales manager and Andy Doyle. Yeah, it was packed individually Put into my van and take to the post office to ship them out.
1: <laughs> Wait,
3: so you had to actually like throw them in your car?
2: Yes. yes, we
3: actually took every bottle, put it in the envelope, slapped the label on it, and then we just loaded boxes of those envelopes into my van. And I took them straight to the post office that day because we sold them so every, quickly.
2: Every bottle, there's eight hands that touch. Yeah, That's it, it was.
3: <laughs> we just we wanted to make sure that when when that went out that quickly, it sold that quickly. We wanted to make sure the public got it. You know. In a few days but yeah we, in this little office that you see here is where it happened it was like a little assembly line one person put the I mean seasoning that's our main there.
2: goal though just yeah. service that can't be beat on timely deliveries for, uh, for
3: as little as employees if we have we have a really big impact our, on, uh, on the
2: community our service there
3: so. so I always make the joke when people call in for orders I'm like don't share with your friends I know your parents always told you when you were a child it's you have to share it's the nice thing to do I was like don't do it And when they share it, then they order three or four more cases the next time. But it's just you're not going to find that combination of that heat and that barbecue anywhere else.
1: It's hard to go to a St. Louis proud restaurant and not see something that has red hot riplets or red hot riplets seasoning on the menu. Why do you think that is? Because they're like us, the, the small
3: town business, too. They want to keep it incorporated with St. Louis. We had so many people that reached out to us that asked if they could do. And it, it's just because of for nice. St. Louis. 314 Day. I know you guys know 314 Day. And that is an, another thing that...
2: Blew up with our
3: with our seasoning and everything else too. I mean,
2: that seasoning compliments so oh many different. Oh my god, we
3: had we had people that were putting it in ice cream. Yeah. Like they were you know fries, wings, of course, but there are so many different combinations of people that reached out to us just from St. Louis that some of the concoctions they were coming up with.
2: A beer. A beer. We did pepper? have a beer. A beer.
3: Yeah, and what's the one that does the um? Oh my mind
2: just the sausage. Oh, a joyous.
3: Thank you. Yes. yeah
2: Yeah. Yeah.
3: I don't know why I didn't think of that. Do you guys yeah. get to try any of those? Oh, we get to try it all.
2: <laughs>
3: <laughs> we normally get to try a lot of it. We do. Kirkwood. Um,
2: that Kirkwood pop popcorn?
3: I see. It's like that's,
2: a chocolate. There's I, I, a sweet and spicy. We've had a lot of right? people
3: that have done things, but unfortunately, like, I need to get to Kirkwood this weekend to get some of the popcorn that she just came out with because it was awesome.
1: So it's kind of hard to narrow down a favorite because they're all... They're all good. That's not to say their in-house creations aren't good on their own. Even the people who spend their days surrounded in cases of the stuff have their favorites. You take that initial bite
3: and you're like, oh, it's like a barbecue. It's kind of spicy. Give it a second or two and then that heat hits you and then it lingers. And they're like, oh, I have to have more. My favorite is the hot cheese popcorn, because it's cheese popcorn with the Red Hot ripple seasoning on it. I ate that like it was going out of style when I was pregnant with my kids. My husband um, didn't really ever eat the chips. But when the seasoning came out, the seasoning is on everything in our house. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner. So but those are my those are my favorites. The seasoning though has that sweet heat and barbecue to it. And it's just crazy that you could put that on anything and it tastes just it like the chips.
2: It really is the best hot chip in the world. <laughs> it is. But I'm currently hooked on like I'm trying to keto, and so we got a red hot oh, our pork, pork skin and, and cracklings. So that seasoning on pork skins is, is top notch too.
3: Before the nuggets The next best thing were the corn chips. Yeah. And the the reason for that is because the corn chips, which are now called red hot corn chips, um, years ago were hot Sundance. When I was in seventh grade, I ate hot Sundance. Had no idea that it was being distributed by old Vienna. When the Sundance company or the people who made the Sundance chips went out of business, we just kept on rolling with it because it was always our seasoning. It was just their corn chip. We couldn't let that product go. So it was first the red hot riplets, and then we had to hang on to those corn chips. And the nuggets now are
2: Nuggets blowing, blowing
1: blown up. Yeah. We're <laughs> running out of stock of those all the time. We can't keep up with the demand. Your social media presence is pretty solid and the ambassador program and having it become like a brand, like it's cool. Your shirts are cool. Most companies, you wouldn't go to their warehouse and see people walking around in a t-shirt you also wanted to wear. Right. But you guys well,
3: have that. When, when, um, when we first came out with social media, obviously the first thing we joined is Facebook. And at that point we were not as popular as we are this moment when that seasoning came out that's when those ambassadors started reaching out to us and like oh my gosh I have to have your seasoning before that they would just put the chips in whatever they could they crushed the chips up and and they put, were creating their own Yeah seasoning. they were they were um, but when we came out with the <laughs> seasoning then it was just it blew up. Everybody and their brother wanted it and um <sighs> So within, I say what, maybe you've been here two years. So I'd say within the last four years is really when Ovi and I had a revival.
2: Uh, give me some credit. Probably two years.
3: Okay, two years. <laughs> um, but no, the social media within within those last few years, because of the seasoning, because of those ambassadors, and because of the small town, St. Louis, <laughs> keeping it. I, I mean, you gotta we-
2: You're going to give a shout out to uh, Series 6.
3: Yes. Series 6 is the one who came up with- our T-shirts for us too, um and then it's a
2: little different design. It's got the full. That ideas.
3: was our yeah, yeah. That was our most recent one, and she actually did. If you'll see on social media, that she did a, a hoodie for me, and then we kind of sold the hoodie within the office here. So if it was in the fall, you'd see us all wearing our hoodies right now. But that was done by series. In six the truck, as
2: well. the new truck design.
3: Yes, so. her her design is on the new wraps on our new truck, but you need to see that before you leave. Yeah. You'll see the old trucks, and then we've got the new trucks. Switcher.
1: It's, yeah, it's better. <laughs> you literally said, oh, it really is the perfect hot yeah. chip make that argument for me. No, oh, it's funny
2: you say that because talking about arguments, I've been in a store and making a delivery before and a couple people in there, um, a couple guys arguing whether it was a hot chip or a barbecue chip. And I think mm-hmm. it hits people's taste buds a little differently because some people eat that and, and swear up and down that that's a barbecue mm-hmm. chip and, it, and it's, and other people swear up and down it's a hot chip. So it's, it's unique. There's nothing like it on the market, but us. it's truly. Really-
1: yeah. What do you, where do you come down? Um,
2: It's a hot chip for me, but.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Again, we're doing, we're both from St. Louis area. We're coming up with our list of topics. When we first started the podcast, what we wanted to do, who we needed to talk to. Obviously, Red Hot Ripplets came up quite quickly. And then we finally got it scheduled. But in the meantime, we've talked to all sorts of restaurants who, again, have it on their menus in some capacity. And it's the seasoning. Just besides just the taste of it. What do you think makes it so St. Louis? Or maybe it is the taste of it that makes it so St. Louis. I think it is the taste of it
3: because like we said, in the 70s, it was something they came up with and they're like, we don't know. But, um, and even then, it was was wanting to be kept in the St. Louis area. So...
2: St. Louis is also unique, whereas not everyone that that's buying it is at each other's throats. Like right. we're all right. looking to build a community and help each other. Like I, we forgot to mention Blue City Deli's putting it on their uh, their firecracker sandwich. Mm-hmm. And uh, I don't know. The more success one restaurant has, another restaurant builds off that. Exactly. I the mean, competition.
3: Exactly. He is completely 100 percent right on I, that. I've had a lot of sandwiches I'm, at
2: Joyos, and they're oh, if you like this one, you ought to check out Blue City. Right,
3: and it. And it, it is that it, we have ambassadors. We have everybody. That's everybody's got a wing. Everybody's got a red hot red blue fry. But there is no like conflict. It's like oh my, like you said, it, it's
2: a community.
3: Yeah. No, nobody is trying to outdo the other. They're all trying to embrace it and Did share. Did you
2: mention it. St. Louis Winko? St. St. Louis my Company.
3: Yeah, St. Louis Winko Company. He he. Took those wings and and he still has them on his menu. He still does a special on them, and I, he's been doing that before we even came out with the seasoning. So, but once we came out with the seasoning, then it kind of opened up the door
1: for all the other ambassadors. But like I said, as many as there are, there's
2: burden barrel. Yeah,
1: yeah. Creativity in most places is encouraged, but don't mess with the original recipe. It was not okay when a new manufacturer took the chip too far off the old block. We, when we did produce down. St. Louis, you
3: know, we were part of the community then and it just...
2: There was testing after testing and tweaks and tweaks on what I hear to make sure it stayed to the tradition.
3: Oh, yes. Oh, yes. It was... it's It's a... Locked secret combination <laughs> that was not given up very easily whenever um, whenever we had to switch our manufacturing. So, yeah, it's...
2: And those ripples hold the heat. Yes, hold our chip is
3: actually, like, designed a certain way to hold that seasoning. And when we switched manufacturers a few <laughs> years ago, they, at first they had the ripplet just a little bit different on the ridge. And you would Be not nice. believe how many people contacted us. They're like, you changed the chip. We're like, oh, my gosh, you noticed that? And it wasn't done on purpose we were like that was just you know unfortunately we were switching manufacturers we were trying to tweak it eventually we got it back to where we were and then everybody's like okay we're good but that that ripple is designed to hold all that extra seasoning because our red hot ripples like you said the taste of it is one thing but we like
1: overcoat our chips as well and people love it it's part of the overall sensory experience. Exactly. I feel like exactly.
3: If your sinuses aren't cleared while you're eating them, then they weren't seasoned properly. <laughs> A lot of people will have it shipped to them for birthdays, Christmas. Our sales are off the wall from all the people that are ordering for their because they're or they're coming in hometown and they'll stop by and buy cases. So. It's just a little piece of St. Louis that they have to have with them. You'll have people that come in the office that buy Red Hot Riplets. They stop at Emos. They stop at Dad's Cookies. They stop at Fitz. They get a best soda. And you will see people that will literally drive from place to place to load up their car on St. Louis stuff.
1: That sounds like Dory's dream. <laughs> that,
3: is, that was me every time I'd come
1: home. Yeah. It was, yes.
0: You're describing my trip home. Yeah.
1: It's been a lot of good times, weird times, uh, crunch so. time for old Vienna. As they look to future times, though, they see things as brightly as their bannered logo.
3: Everybody wants this little yellow square on everything. We have stickers, you know, we um, we have the t-shirts. It's, we're a tradition. Yeah, that's what we it is. And, and we're just, like I said, we're... <clears throat> We're coming up with new stuff, and we appreciate everything the community has done, and we hope they continue to support us. And I think that...
2: We'll keep it growing. Exactly. Yeah.
3: I mean, we've done it this well with 20 employees for how many years, so... How about that for
1: a bag of chips?
0: Such a fun look back. And hey, speaking of that little yellow square, the next time you go to the grocery store or gas station, make sure to check out the Red Hot Riplets because the logo has changed at least just a little bit. It's a little bit more red and yellow, less white. But like so many things in life, it's what's on the inside that counts. And those chips still taste the same.
2: Ooh la la. Ooh, Ooh la la
0: eat st louis is a five on your side production i'm producer dory almost be sure to check out k2k.com and the five on your side app for more food content all week long